Hey, I'm Ori. And I'm Naz, and this is the Soul Sisters Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to the Soul Sisters Podcast. I'm Ori. And I'm Naz. And today we will be having a Q&A. Finally, it's been a long time coming. Yes, and also if you're looking at us on YouTube, hey YouTube. <laughs> and if you didn't know this is YouTube, if we have a video version, then go onto YouTube. You can see this, like see us in person, see what we look like, see our voices match to our bodies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we're doing a video version of this podcast this podcast episode because it's a special episode. And stay tuned, you'll find out why. But you have to watch the whole thing. Don't be skipping around like me with sometimes on YouTube, like trying to skip around and see what happens. You're not gonna know because it could happen <laughs> in the middle of the episode. So you have to stay around for the whole time. Yes. But anyway, y'all already know the deal. We're gonna K catch it up. So, Naz, what's going on with you? Yes. So, for me, I just finished Bloodhounds, finally. It was so, so good. It was my first mm-hmm. Udo Juan show, and I am a fan. I am I'm a fan for life. <laughs> yes. So I'm a fan for life. He's so cute, and, like, his character was just so adorable. It was a really just well-done show. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, also started... This past weekend, seeing my 19th life and King the Land. I feel like people have been really waiting for a long time for these shows, especially King the Land. So watching those currently, um, you heard what we thought about those in our Lover List episode. So make sure you listen to that. And um, I and then also this past weekend, I watched the movie Past Lives. So I don't yeah. know if you all remember, but um, the show called Love to Hate You came out earlier this year, and um, there's an actor named Yu Teo that was in that show, and mm-hmm. he was in this movie by A24 called Past Lives, and it's kind of like this story of um, these childhood friends are really close when they lived in Korea, but then the girl ended up moving to America, and they lost touch, and they ended up reconnecting, but like now she's married, so kind of like them kind of like reminiscing about the past and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, I thought it was, it was a nice movie. I think I was just expecting more, but it was a nice movie. I'm glad I saw it. It was great to watch a movie and see familiar faces. Um, that was really cool. And then on the music front, AT's just had their comeback and shout out to, um, Elle, who was on our podcast before and Susie from Unis on Opas. They're both like huge AT's fans, but yeah, I wouldn't have really caught wind of AT's comeback if it wasn't for them. But yeah, I'm like, I've been playing bouncy, like nonstop since, you know, that's the name of the song. Yeah. It's called bouncy. (laughs) okay (laughs) it's really it's really good though it's really really at first i was like what like the video was like a lot like it was like Mm -hmm. literal chaos and i was like i don't know how i feel about it but once i just listened to the song in isolation i was like yeah i like the song a lot so okay yeah you should listen to it i wonder if you'd like it but yeah the video was chaos like i yeah i was like whoa but yeah what about you (laughs) maybe i'll just listen to the song and not watch the video because i'm a little (laughs) concerned Ah, I'm a little concerned. Um, so I was really excited this weekend. I don't know if you guys have heard of like Netflix Tudum, Tudum, however mm-hmm. you pronounce it, event, but they had it, I believe, 
last night when we recording this, it'll be a week ago. Um, and I was so excited because if y'all don't know, y'all already know, I've been talking about this a lot. I've been wondering where is DP season two mm-hmm. because it was supposed to come out in my mind last year when they put the posters out. I don't understand. I feel like the season has been done for two years. Yeah. But anyway, so when my initial, I guess, want when I was watching it was like, okay, I'm waiting for T- DP. What's happening? But, you know, I was thrown off and surprised by so much other stuff. They had like Gong Song Creature. They showed a little bit of that. I know they ain't coming mm-hmm. out until probably the end of the year. Yeah. But I was like, that was really giving me Mr. Sunshine vibes. Um, and then like, uh, Naz has been talking about this one for a while, but actually seeing like the clips of A Time Called You. Mm-hmm. I really love Anyo Soap. Like he just... It's not even the chemistry with his with the person he's with. It's it's him. It's yeah. It's something on him. It's the charisma. I don't know. Um, the man had me swooning, and I was just like, hmm, I need to watch that. But yeah, I was so excited. Oh. Yes, I'm really excited for the rest of the dramas that are coming out this year. It seems like they saved a lot of the heavy hitters for like the second half. So. We'll mm-hmm. see what happens. Um, I was also really excited about the Squid Game news. I like my mind was blown. Mm-hmm. I was like, we had June's coming back, so I guess he didn't die. <laughs> yeah. If you didn't, if you didn't watch Squid Game, sorry, but yeah, I guess he didn't die. So that's exciting. And then like they had, they added all these new cast members. Like M. Shiwan is gonna be on there. Kang Han is gonna be on there. I'm like, whoa! Like I was, I'm so, so excited. I'm so so. Excited. Yes, so so excited to see that. Can't wait to get actual release dates. Yeah. Um, and then just K dramas, just adding on to it. Naz is saying, um, by the time this come out, we'll see where I'm at. But I'm definitely. We'll see where I'm at. I don't want to overspeak it in advance, but there's definitely, uh, I definitely loved King the Land and See You on My 19th Life. But mm-hmm. the second episode is going to be The Determined, okay? And I haven't watched it as of our recording, okay? Um, but I don't see, I think See You on My 19th Life just made me feel like, well, y'all know if y'all listened. If y'all haven't listened, go back and listen. Um, and then also, like Nez, I finished Bloodhounds, which if you listen to our lover list, you know. And honestly, best K drama of 2023, which I can say because I haven't watched any other one. So I want to there say it is. <laughs> I haven't watched any other. So it's the best K drama. I only have one on one. Okay, one on one. All right, but yeah, that's it for my K catch it up. Uh-huh. <laughs> You ready to get into some questions? Yes, let's get into it. Let's go, let's go. Okay, you guys asked. First of all, thank you for sending in all the questions. Thank you all so much. Yes, these are really good questions. So many good questions. Um, I do want to put a precursor out. A lot of, not a lot, but a lot of these questions, I just said a lot. Anyway, um, these questions have been, some of them have been asked before, so I would definitely recommend listening to our introductory episode oh yeah um also if you just want to binge our episodes we give away a little bit of ourselves on each one you could do that too it's it's 60 of them but you'll be okay um (laughs) but yeah so if you haven't listened to us there is going to be some things that you probably have heard before and then yeah new stuff yeah okay so nez what's the first question yeah so the first question is what is your age where are you from how did you both end up liking k-dramas yeah. Okay. You want me to go first? Yeah, you can go first. Okay. So I'm nine. It's like, um, I'm 29. 
I'm 29. Um, I'm from Baltimore, Maryland, but currently residing in Atlanta, Georgia. If any of my Georgia friends, please hit me up. Let's meet somewhere. Let's have a meet up somewhere. Um, and then, like I was mentioning before in the precursor, Naz and I did talk about how we ended up like in K drums and introductory, but just a little small snippet. Mm -hmm. um, Netflix caught me up. You know, they started recommending K dramas. I was already in like, a, I was listening to K pop and I wanted to learn more about the culture anyway. So I think they probably knew. They knew. <laughs> um, and then they started recommending stuff. So I saw like Crash Landing on You. I've seen it probably multiple times, but I didn't really pay attention to it. Then one day, I was like, oh, let me watch it. So I started watching a couple minutes and I turned it off. Um, I, there was no reason. I just wasn't feeling it at the time. Um, came back and loved it. But then a few days, weeks, whatever later, another one popped up my whole love. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to watch it. And I binged it and the rest is history. So that's me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For me. So I'm 32. I am from Maryland. So I've lived in Maryland my entire life. Um, my parents are not from the U.S., though my parents are Sierra Leonean, so I consider myself Sierra Leonean-American. And yes, I started watching in 2020 during the pandemic, and um, I don't know, I just, they started, the K-dramas just started popping up for me, and I was just like, okay, like, I want to know more about this, and my supervisor's Korean, so I asked her, like, if she had a suggestion. She asked her best friend for me because she didn't watch them personally. And then mm -hmm. she suggested Crash Landing and Romance is a Bonus Book. I watched Romance is a Bonus Book. And now I'm here. And I haven't ever yes. left K-Drama Land. So. <laughs> e Jung Suk sucked her in. Yes. That's all I needed to see. <laughs> ah. Okay. Our tumultuous question. How do we decide to do the podcast? Yes. yes. Um, and again, like Oriel said, like we have like more detailed, like, like explanations about like how we got into K-dramas and how the podcast started in our introduction. Cause now yeah. that it's been like some time, like the details are like really fuzzy, but yeah. I feel like I, the story is changing. Yeah. The story is starting <laughs> to kind of morph into something okay. else, but That's basically okay. we, um, we both like, we found, we know me and Oriel, we both found out that we watch K-dramas. So we would just talk about them all the time. We were kind of swapping K-dramas. Like you watch this, I'll watch that. And we would have like yeah, yeah. discussions about like, Oh my gosh, like, where are you in the show? What do you think? What are your thoughts? What are your theories? Da, da, da. Um, mm -hmm. And we'd have like these really long conversations about whatever dramas mm -hmm. we're watching. And then um, Oriel was like, we should have a podcast. And I'm just thinking like, yeah, that'll be really fun. Like I'm so down, but then like nothing, we, we didn't really talk about it again for a while. So then yeah. um, I brought it up and then she would bring it up and I'll bring it up. And it was kind of like, and then finally one day she was just like, yeah, like when are we going to do the podcast? And I was just like, I'm, I've been down for the podcast. I just, mm -hmm. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't know if you were like actually like legit serious. And she's like, I was serious. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, let's do it. And we went like, got right to work. That was like December, 2021. And we got like so much done. Um, and yeah. then we launched February 2022. So, yeah, that's how excited. It seems like it's been longer than a year, but it's only really a, a year, you know? I know. I know. Still a baby pod. I know. Okay. So someone else asked us, how does long distance podcasting work? Mm -hmm. um, and I don't know if they meant like technologically or like, yeah. I don't know humanely. So I answered both. Um, yeah. And the first response is Jesus, because he the one who made us figure out and brought people in our lives to like 
figure out different ways to do this because at first, if you guys have been listening to us from the beginning, you know our audio was not the best, you know? Yeah. Um, but we thank Jess, Jess from Daybug Podcast. She introduced yes. us to Squadcast, which if you're seeing the video, this is the video from Squadcast and it yeah. helped us a lot. Zoom didn't really work for us. Mm-hmm. No offense to anybody who used Zoom. Y'all better use Zoom. Um, but we just preferred this and it worked for us since we're not together in the same state. Right. Um, and yeah, I guess like, I don't know, friendship wise and like stuff like that, me and Naz definitely try to prioritize our friendship. Yeah. And make sure like long distance wise, we're still communicating that way. And also right. the podcast is like second. Right. Um, right. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I'm sure I stuff. Yeah, no, good answer. That's that's everything that I would say too. <laughs> hey. <laughs> okay, next question. Um, how long have you known each other? You answered the question because I was like, oh no. I, I was racking my brain. I literally don't even know what year we met. Like I, I, I was literally racking my brain. I was like, <sighs> I was like, what year did we go to the Hillsong concert? Was that like 2018? But we met but before. We, but that's. But I was. Yeah. yeah. But then I was trying to go backwards from there. So yeah. I was just like, okay, well, how long? When did when did Oriel when start did you, to the church? When did you start coming to the church? Because I came twenty fifteen. Okay, I came twenty twelve. Because I just remember our teams would have the talk, so I remember like yeah. being introduced to you that way. Yeah. From my mind, so I just don't know what year that was. So let's just say like we became acquaintances. Like, hey, girl, like. Yeah. Church buddies and like let's just say 2016. Yes. <laughs> I don't need. Yeah, yeah, go, go ask someone from host about this, and I'm right. like, oh, like, hi. <laughs> yeah, yeah literally, like we're yeah. So yeah, we've known each other for a, a minute. Like I literally just wrote yes. a while. Like like we were I definitely it was definitely like yeah like you know that she we we knew each other in passing from church. Yeah, um, but we didn't actually. Then we came a little bit closer because we randomly went to the Hillsong concert together. And we didn't really know each other like that at that time. You were like, but I was the only person that we were both each other, the, the only other person we knew that liked Hillsong. So you were like, do you want to go to the concert? Which, how did we know that? I don't, I think, did I, I must have posted about it. And we must have okay. been posting about the album or something. Okay, great. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think so. And then you were like, do you want to go to the concert? I was just like, yeah, because I didn't have anybody else to go with. And then, mm-hmm. then we went to Bethel, I think the next yes. year. And mm-hmm. then... Yeah, so you're like, we're just like concert buddies. <laughs> and then we oh, group like chat. actual friends. Yes, yes. Group chat. We had like a group chat with another friend from church. We were talking, we would just randomly exchange songs like that we found. Yeah. Um, and then 2020 was when I actually like became like actual friends. So shout out to BTS. <laughs> BTS, <laughs> bring it literally, literally the reason why. <laughs> BTS, the friendship maker. And if you guys don't know that story, Oriel saw that I had liked um, some BTS posts on Instagram. And she, like, randomly sent me this waste memo saying, like, hey, this is kind of weird. But, like, are you a BTS fan? And I was, at that time, I was, like, 100%, like, fully in an army. Mm -hmm. And I had no one to talk to about it. And I was, like, Mm -hmm. bursting at the seams. So I was, like, this is the best thing ever. (laughs) Yes. And then that led to K-dramas. And then that led to podcasts. And then that's how we got here. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> Shout out to BTS. Whenever we go to a concert, we gotta make a sign of like you helped us become friends yes, or something. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, we 2025. Yes. Yes. 
<laughs> yes. Um, so someone asked, do we have jobs outside of podcasting? And ironically, me and Naz both work in the health field, which I didn't really think about until I thought about this question. Yeah. So, so yeah, I'm looking more on like health policy and stuff like that. Um, and that's what you do. Yes, I'm a program specialist, so I do a lot of like admin support um, for the government agency I work for. So I work on like travel and purchasing and like onboarding new staff and things like that. So yeah, yeah. an admin girly. <laughs> As we working out here, she be working. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I but maybe one day, you know, we can't get paid enough that we don't have to have our other job. Vicky, let's get this sponsorship. Next Korean content. Let's get this. Let's get it going. Yeah, something that. Yeah, but yeah, that I'm very flattered that you guys would think that this was our job. (laughs) That would be nice. Anchor, if you listening, Spotify, come on. Right. Yes. Okay, I really like this question. Um, Any advice for a K drama lover who might be interested in starting a podcast? Yeah, you go first. Yeah, so I had a couple things. Um, first of all, this is so exciting. I'm so excited for you. Um, I think the first thing I wanted to say was just do it. Like, don't worry about having the most expensive equipment. I have yep. to have this backdrop. I have to have this mic. I have to have this software. Like, literally, this is just our current start. mic. Yeah, this is, what we're, this is what we're this doing. This is what right we're now. using. <laughs> so, like, you know, like, you know, like, if we kind of, if we waited for the perfect time to do anything, we wouldn't do anything. So, you know, just start. So, I want to encourage you with that. Um, I would say organization is key. So just have like, you know, your outlines are definitely going to be your best friend. So just kind of like start like trying to think about what you want your podcast to be like the structure, because if you like, you know, kind of like lay out those things early on, it makes the process a lot easier when you have like templates and stuff that you can go to that, you know, like, okay, this is my, my template I use every week and it just makes things like smoother. So just try to find ways to um, make the processes smoother for you. Um, batch record if you can, like, you know, you know, record like, you know, maybe two episodes every time you record. So you don't have to like record every week in case something comes up or, you know, whatever. It really helps with like kind of spacing things out and like allows you to like take breaks as well. Um, and, and speaking about taking breaks, like make sure you take breaks, like quarterly or like even like maybe twice a year like do like a summer break or a winter break or whatever you want to do just like so you can just kind of like recharge and reset because you don't want to get burnt out because even when it's you know something that you like you you don't want it to become not fun because you've exhausted yourself um and i would also say figure out what show the type of podcast you want to have do you want to focus on like ongoing shows you want to focus on older shows um you know what do you kind of want to do want to do a little bit of both And then, um, and also just know that you're bringing something new to the table. Like, don't worry about like the market being oversaturated. Like there's really room for everyone. And the K-Drama community online is like, in our experience has been amazing, just so welcoming and nice and helpful. So yeah, like it may seem like it's big, but it's actually kind of small, which is really cool. So yeah, yeah, I'm excited for you. That's really good advice, Ness. Thanks, girl. Ness had a lot of um, what I was going to say, too. And I also was just going to say, um, adding on to what Ness, like she already said this, but again, emphasis on not comparing yourself to other people and work with what you got. If you only can do like two podcasts a month, do the yeah. two podcasts a month, like put yeah. all your energy into that. Because once you not even it's not even for other people, but once you have like people who 
listen to your podcast and like, mm-hmm. is there like, when the podcast coming out? I've been looking forward to it. Or you said this, like people will wait to hear from you. Yeah. Um, so yeah, do what works for you. And then also at the end of the day, have fun mm-hmm. because who wants to have a hobby with that they're not having fun for? Because like exactly. me and I says, we don't get paid for this. We do it because right. we like to. Okay. Right. Um, so yes, just have fun. Whenever you're not having fun, then don't do it anymore. Yeah. So yeah, that's my advice. Absolutely. It's very good. Would you ever have a listener on to guest review a show? I just miss y'all. Oh, I miss you too. I don't know who to said this, but I miss you. Uh, it was Manasa. <laughs> oh, hey, Manasa Boo. Yes. We got to have <laughs> yeah. a reunion. Yes, absolutely. Yes. I think that would be so fun having a listener on. That would be really, really cool. We I would have love a that. On. Yes, we have had. Yeah, we have. Had, yeah, Elle was on. Yeah, duh. So, yeah. Like, yeah, we're definitely like open to having listeners on. That's like, like awesome. Cause we already have that rapport and that like friendship. So yeah, totally. Yes. yes Manasa, you know, we, us three, we work well together. So maybe we have to have a reunion. Yeah. Um, if you guys don't know, we had a live and for the first time we had someone like actually join and Manasa was just, she was just so sweet and like, yes. just, she just fit in to like, the she really just fit in. Before. She just like entered in and I was like, oh like she was here. Yes. I felt like she, I knew her forever. Like it was so yeah. cool. Yeah. <laughs> she taught me a lot too in that short span of time. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. Ooh. Next question. Are you learning Korean for fun? I crack up with this because in the beginning, me and Naz were like, oh, yeah, let's try to learn Korean and yeah. stuff like that. Um, Naz actually put action steps toward it. I just was talking. Um, <laughs> but so, no, I, I haven't, like, I'm not learning Korean. I I do want to one day. Yeah. But no, I know just what some stuff that be, they be saying. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yes. I At one point, I was pursuing it, like, probably, like, a year ago and then I just lost the bandwidth once the podcast stuff picked up I just like didn't have the bandwidth for it anymore um and I do have like practice books and stuff that I need to open and start using the talk to me in Korean ones like I have like the level one workbooks um so like I'm still very interested in learning I just I have to like figure out the time I have a lot of like hobbies and stuff so I just need to like figure out my priorities um but I, I keep I practice by um like kind of indirectly by like if there's like hangul like on the screen like if I'm watching like um, a music performance and they have like the lyrics up there's something I'll try to like sound it out and I'll try yeah. to like pick up my speed on like sounding things out um but yeah and then sometimes it's cool like when I'm watching a k-drama and I'm like I know what they're gonna how they're gonna respond to that question so that's really cool and I'm like I'm really picking up on things but I haven't been able to like really study like for like, yes. like, like yeah it's been a while but hopefully one day I do hope yes. to yes Every time we're around Maddie, um, I just am like, dang, I need to do better. Because she just, it just flows so yeah. well from her. I'm just like, girl, you're killing it. You know, one I day. Like that. Oh, somebody said, next time you come to LA, are you both up for a friends of the pod get together? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. absolutely. Y'all just gotta convince Ness to come back. Just convince yes. her to come back. <laughs> I would love that. That would be really, really fun. That would make me so happy. Yes, maybe because a lot of people do like meetups and stuff. Maybe we could do a meetup. That would be yeah, cool. that'll be really fun. Okay. What is your favorite place you have visited, or what is a vacation spot that you would go back to? Ooh, 
I love this question. Um, my favorite place, I haven't visited a lot of places, you guys. It's mainly on East Coast. Mm-hmm. Most of the places on East Coast I visited. But um, my favorite place was Orlando. Mm. I love the parks. I love Epcot. I love Universal. Um, it was just a good experience um, to go in there with my family and seeing all the parks and stuff. It was yeah. a good experience. Um, and I definitely want to go to Hawaii. I want to go like out of the U.S. and like go to Europe, Spain, things like that. Yeah. That's my goal. But y'all help me. I need to get a passport. So yes, I need to do that first. But yeah, yes. that's me. Oh, and also <laughs> SK. I do want to go to SK. I just, I got to work my way up there. But yeah. I do want to go to South Korea. Yes. Yes. Um, For me, I think the favorite place I've been so far, I haven't um traveled internationally too much, but my favorite place has been Costa Rica. I have a really good friend that lives there. Um, and yeah, the people are beautiful and so kind and the food is good. It's like, it's tropical. It's really, it's just such a beautiful country. Um, every time I've been there, it's been like such a delight. I want to go back and do like more touristy stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. but I would definitely go back to Costa Rica and yeah, I have so many places on my like travel bucket list for life, but of course South Korea is like, on there. I want to go to Japan. I want to do Europe. I want to do like, I just, there's so many places I want to go. So it'll happen. (laughs) Are you one of those people who like say they want to go to every state, like visit every state in the United States? No. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) cause you know, some people say I want to go to every, all of the 50 states. But I think that would be, I think that's a cool goal though. Cause I do have a friend that does, is doing that. Like, I think like every like year, like her and her husband go to like a few different States, uh, which is really cool. There's just some States that I have like no interest in. That's okay. In going to. It would be like, why is Nez and whatever state? Like Wyoming. Why oh, like, why I wasn't going to put nobody out there. We got Wyoming. I'm just thinking of like a random state. Like, no, no, I'm sure Wyoming is beautiful. I know why, like, all those states in the Midwest are like really, really pretty, yeah. but it's just like, you know, I would do like a little pass through, but like, like, yeah, road trip. <laughs> yeah. Road trip. Um, ooh, I like this one. Someone asked, did you guys play sports or theater in high school? Um, I did not. I am not athletic at all. Um, so that wasn't happening. Um, and I didn't do theater either. I which I regret. I wish I did musical theater. That's like one of my regrets. I wish I pursued like music more in my school years. Um, mm. But yeah, no sports for me. I wanted to be a cheerleader. Didn't work out. Um, yeah. So yeah, I yeah. Nope, no sports for me. What about you? <laughs> I wish I could have met you back then because I would really like been like, girl, try again for cheerleading. Try again for the prom <laughs> squad. Try again. Try again. Try again. Um, so you guys, if you don't know, I'm tall. I'm 5'11", but I don't know what happened. I don't have hand-eye coordination. Uh, maybe I should stop saying this, but I feel like I don't. Like when I play sports, it's not nothing natural, no natural ability or anything like that. So I never really went to sports. The most sports things I've done is probably um, cheerleading or dance or something. Mm-hmm. But I was in a musical, Ness. I don't think you know this girl. Really? I actually forgot. And so I was thinking, I was like, oh my gosh, I was. <laughs> it was only one year in high school. I feel like it was like my senior year I was in a musical. Um, but I forget about it. I was in fame. We did fame at school. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wait, who I were you? 
I think I was Carmen. I think. I think. Wow. I was looking through the. I was just looking through the cast, and I was like, I can't remember who I was. I was like, Do they have somebody named Sasha? I don't know. Wait, you um, sang? Yeah, I did sing, but I didn't have like a big song or anything crazy. Okay. They really cut a lot of stuff. It's not like they cut some stuff for our school musical. Okay. Um, wow, fame! That is really cool. wait. So, like, how did you end up doing that? Like your senior year. I wanted to do something and they had auditions and I was like, oh, I do remember. I feel like I had to sing happy birthday for the audition, which what? Um, but I did a like audition for, I'm just going to say Carmen. It was something. I don't know who it was for. And is I got Carmen in shame. That's like, yeah, there is no. Carmen. Okay, good. Is okay. Carmen. Okay. <laughs> there is a Carmen. But I auditioned for it and I got the role, which I was surprised by. Oh, and I was like, oh, oh, yeah, I was in a musical. That yeah. is so cool. Fun I wish I had so the video. Cool. I feel like the only character I know from Fame is Coco. I don't remember anybody else. Oh, name. that may have been me. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as you said that, I was like, I think that's who I was. <laughs> I was trying to find because I'm like, Carmen doesn't sound right. I think I was Coco. Wait, so I you sang on my own? No, they cut the song. I definitely remember. I didn't sing like a whole song to myself they okay. cut it like okay. even my lines wasn't that long either but i wanted to do her because it was the only black girl in it right yeah that's coco oh, okay yeah. okay okay yes yes <laughs> and if salt. you guys don't know yes my my high school um at the time was predominantly white so a lot of the theater kids was that but i was only like black girl who auditioned so oh. and that's why i was like that's the black girl i'm gonna be the black girl and i got the black girl so <laughs> thank you for helping me Nez. it's like you were there I was like, did you sing the song? You're like, no, everything was cut. Like it was cut. It was. <laughs> I do I did sing, but it was a part of the ensemble song. And okay, I had a line okay. in that. Okay, mm -hmm. okay. Wow. I didn't know that. That's so cool. <laughs> that was really cool. Yay. Ooh. Uh, what are some of your other <laughs> are you laughing? You're like, I was Carmen, and you're like, actually, I think I was Carmen. As soon as you said, that's why I'm glad you're here, because I didn't even know. I forgot I was even in this play until I looked at this question. So thank you for whoever asked it. I forgot. So funny. It was like a like a repressed memory. Yeah. Like dig out. I think it was. I'm gonna ask my mom if she remember. That's so funny. Oh my gosh. Okay. What are some of your other favorites besides K dramas? Uh, now when they when they asked us, do they mean like hobby hobbies or do they mean like C dramas, J dramas? How did you answer? I, I interpret it as like other things I enjoy, like hobbies oh, and things. Okay. Um well me and us kind of both rediscovered our love for reading. I loved reading as a kid, you know, mm -hmm. all the Twilight books, all the Mortal Instrument books. I loved me some fantasy, okay? Um, I loved all of those books. And then I stopped because college, and that was enough reading for anybody. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, this year I rediscovered my love for um, reading, and I've been reading. I've read, like, 23 books now already, which... I was like, oh my gosh. So yeah, I've, I've been loving reading. So that's been like my pastime if I'm not watching K-dramas. Also, if I'm not watching K-dramas, I also have been watching Parks and Rec. I've never watched it before, mm. but I've, I've been rerunning The Office too much. So I've been trying to watch Parks and Rec. So I've been binging that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> show was so funny. <laughs> I thought it was too. I'm like, I've never seen it before. So yeah. <laughs> How about you? Uh, yes, yeah, for me, yeah, kind of like what Oriel said, like... um, 
yeah, books have definitely been a new hobby for me this year. I grew up loving reading as well. I was always at the library and loved the book fair, all the things, went to college, and I completely destroyed my love for reading. <laughs> and it's like, so I really haven't like read, read like in like years. Um, I would read here and there. It was like maybe like two, three books a year, but it wasn't oh. anything. And then um, this year, 2023, I was like, I want to read again. I want to start reading again. I need to start making the time to read. So yeah, I try to, I read like a book a week. Um, and I'm really excited because like I, I had a goal and I did it. So I'm, I'm really happy. I've read, Yay! I think 19 books so far this year. So that yeah. That was your goal for the year? My, my goal is 30. Oh. So yeah. yeah you're so I think I'm going to exceed. Yeah. So I think I'm going to exceed my goal hopefully, but yeah, it's been so much fun like reading again and it helps me feel better about like watching so much like television. It helps me like be like, you know, at least I read. So it's fine that I watch like Aww. hours and hours of K dramas. So I feel less bad. Um, <laughs> uh, I also love music. So I, I sing, um, I sing at my church. Um, I'm just always stream, stream ABBA, ABBA yeah. by Nazarene. Stream <laughs> it's on all your streaming platforms. Just look it up. Sorry. <laughs> yes, but I love music. I've loved it ever since I was a child. So that's one of my other loves. Um, I, vo- I volunteer at church. Um, I also work out like three to five times a week. Um, food, love food, hang out with my friends. Um, and I love movies. Like me and my sister go to the movies like all the time and um, so yeah, those are some of like the other things I do. Yes. Oh, another thing, me and Naz also bond over MCU. We love MCU. Yes, Even yes. though honestly, Naz, me, I be at the same like knowledge as you as not knowing stuff, but I just immediately go to like YouTube and like tell me what happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so by the time like a couple hours later, I act like I know everything. And I really didn't know two hours before. So yeah, New Rock Stars is very helpful with like just yes. giving you the whole rundown, the breakdown, and everything. Yes. So, Shout yeah. out to them. Yes. Shout I love Marvel. Love, love Marvel. <laughs> All right. Someone asked if you could recast a K drama hit with a BTS member, what and who would it be? I'm <laughs> see what Naz is going to say about this one. <laughs> you should go first. Um, so I said, I, I thought about this and I just kept coming to this. I have two actually. Mm-hmm. The first one is Itaewon class with Namjoon. I was like, I feel that like that is good. Lead. That's a good one. I feel like he could lead it. Like, I feel like he could commit to the hair haircut as well, but I feel like he could take like this serious role and like, I feel like he could kill it. Yeah. Well, that that's a good one. That is a good one. I didn't even think about that. That's really good. That's good. And my second one, I don't know if you're going to approve of this, um, but I said Tay as Sojun in True Beauty because I feel like he could pull <laughs> off the bad boy, the bad boys, but then you're also like rooting for him and you really want him to get the girl anyway because he's real cute. I feel yeah. like he could be Sojun. So, yeah. That's, yeah. If he was going to be anybody, it's definitely Sojun. So that makes sense. So sad. Yeah, that's funny. I love this question so much. It's excellent. Thank you. Thank you for asking. Um, so yeah, I put Tay in business proposal as like you know the (laughs) the male lead or the second male lead. Oh no, no, as like the lead, and then or my secret romance. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Why would you get him in there? I just feel like my secret romance is so unserious, and I think it's like perfect for him because the show is just such a joke. Because he's unserious as well. Yes, I think like he would just play the role so well and just like fully commit to the nonsense. 
I hope he would bring his current blonde hair in there. Could he bring his current blonde hair? Yes, 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 yes. He could like slick it back like how he was like in the Dynamite video. I feel like it could work. It could work. I agree with this. (laughs) And my other one was Jin in Hometown Cha-Cha-Cha as Kong. Yes. He could do Super Tuna. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. And like he has like the goofy thing going on. And like I think it could really work. Like I was like, I like that. I like the idea of that. Really Jen in any drama at this point. Like I need actor Jen. Yes. As soon as he gets out of the military. Yes. Yes. I really want him to go to an acting era because that would just be iconic. Yes, I love those. Now I really, I really like the whole idea of Tay and my secret romance. So the more I thought about yeah. it, I really like Najin and Etan cause like that is genius. That is really good. And even like this with the streetwear and stuff, like I can yes. totally see it. That's how he be dressing. I oh, love it. Make it happen. Hi, be I listening. Yes, <laughs> listening. Okay, this one was hard, y'all. Um, and I don't know who asked it, but this it is was L question. L, I feel like L, I answered it before, but thinking about it, it was hard again. But anyway, yeah. what is your dream K-pop super group? Naz, how did you do this? Did you do leader, rapper, or you just was like naming people? How'd you? Yeah, do I did. I like everyone has a position, but it was hard. Like it was like it was like a draft. Like I had to. I wrote down everybody that I would want in a group, and I had to do oh like process goodness. of. I had to do like process of elimination. Like it was a, it was a, this was a hard question. Like, it's was like, like everybody Whoa. was trainees and you were cutting them off. If exactly. they didn't make the cut. I, it was hard. Like this, there's so many people that I would want in my group. Um, but I was like, okay, let me stick with, um, how many people are in my group? Seven. I would like, I'll, yeah, I'll stick with too. the seven. Yes. And, um, my goal with my group was to have, I wanted all the members to have like multiple functions. So like they can have like a really unique sound and, you know, everyone's just like, oh, I'm just here to sing. Like, you're like, you don't only sing, you write too, or you dance, you know, like everybody has like something additional that they do. Okay. So my leader and main rapper is Namjoon, of course. (laughs) I feel like that's going to be universal. I'm sorry. And um, he also, of course, contributes lyrics. So he does multiple things. Um, And then another rapper, of course, I had to put Yoongi in and he is performs a producer role as well. And then I have Juhan from Monster X as a rapper. We have the same group. I know there's a lot of rappers in our group. It's a lot. And he's rapper, but he can also sing. So he's sub vocal. Yes, he can. And he also produces. So he can help Yungi oh. with that as well. And then we have S. Coops, who is going to be in the fourth Who's rapper. Made it? Yes. And he's also the matinee. So he can relax in this group. He's not the leader. He can relax and just be the matinee. So I I love that Mm -hmm. for him. Then we have Jun Ho. So Jun Ho is lead vocal. (laughs) Jun Ho made it. I know. Yes. Jun Ho made it. So he's going to be part of the vocal line. So he's lead vocal, visual, lead Mm -hmm. dancer, and he writes as well. And then Mm -hmm. we have Shonu from Monster X. And he is main dancer lead vocal as well and visual and then who completes our vocal line is Baekhyun from EXO who's main vocal and lead dancer so we have a really strong vocal line yeah and it was hard like this was hard so I was like okay this is my group but like uh, there are so many people in the running like Hobie was an option Mingyu an option Dio was an option I know Kihyun from Monster X was an option Sung Kwan from Seventeen Chanyeol yeah. from EXO. So there are a lot of people that I wanted to put in my group. It was very hard. Hard. 
You could have added one more. Don't have to be seven. I know. I just feel like seven is ideal. I feel like anything above seven is like. Yeah. 17. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) We love you, 17. We love you, 17. But it's 13 of you. Yeah. Um, I was getting nervous there because I was about to say, does me and Des have the same group at this point? (laughs) Um, But yeah, I have a lot of similarities to mine. Unlike Nez, though, I, you know, I probably should have put more thought of it, but I was just like, who do I like? (laughs) Who do I like? All right. You get in the group. You get in the group. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So for my leader, it has to be Najun. I mean, president, captain of the ship. Okay. Yeah. Um, visuals. I have Jung Han and Jimin. Jung Han 17 oh, and Jimin. That's yes. good. That's good. You know, they both can do other things, but I just, you know, anyway. Wow, Jimin uh, and Jung Han in the same group. Yeah, I think it would be a lot, but everything's yeah. fine. We would yeah. have the endorsement deals coming in. Okay. Right. The group right. would be everywhere. You will always see the group everywhere because, you know. The faces. Um, <laughs> I have a new category I'm calling an all-arounder because I feel like, kind of like you were saying, these people can do a lot of things. Not saying yeah. the other three that I mentioned don't, right. but I have Yeonjun from TXT and Hobie in this because mm. I just feel like you could put them anywhere and they can do whatever. Like Hobie be singing, dancing, all of this stuff at this point. That's so And Yeonjun is just Mr. Big Hit Entertainment trainee. Um, so, Yeah. The man, yeah, both of them kill it. And then for rap line, I also have Yoongi and Juhani because, uh-huh. I mean, I feel like if Yoongi, in my opinion, is one of the best yeah, absolutely. Um, K-rappers, and then absolutely. Juhani is a close second. Yeah, yeah. It's like you have to have Yoongi in your group. Like, you yeah, just have to. Um, like Yoongi. Yeah. yeah. So that's my group. Did you have a name for your group? Oh no, I didn't even think about a name for my group. <laughs> we gotta come back to the name. Yeah, we have to come we back to the name my group. So L, I hope this is good. Let us yeah. know your thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> Let us know what you think. Ooh. Ooh. Next right. question. Yes. Um, this person says, I'm a new follower. Hi. Hello. Hey. Um, if you could choose three K songs that best describe you, what would they be? Yeah. You want me to go first or you want to go first? Yeah, you can go first. Honestly, this is hard. This one was hard for me because I don't look at the lyrics a lot, y'all. I know I probably yeah. should, but I don't look them up a lot. So this was hard. But my first one, these two kind of tie together, but I have Life Goes On and Yet to Come because oh, I feel good. like those just remind me to like, not even remind me, but like in the current stage of my life, I'm trying to like be present and just rem- remind and to be what am I trying to say? Be present and then mm-hmm. also look forward to like times to come, but also be present yes. in the current times because yeah. more is to come. Like, okay. Yeah. But also your current is still popping. Okay. Um, yeah. Keep going. And then my second one is Ampon Man because I love cartoons. I love, like we mentioned earlier, superheroes. Like, I just love that. Like, that's just, I just love that. That's just me. So Ampon Man. I love that so much. Yeah. How about you? Um, this is hard. Um, this is very hard. So I chose fake love because it's my personality at this point. <laughs> it is. It is your personality. I can't wait to see if that's going to be number one. Wait, Naz, was it number one last year or number two? It was. Yeah. Okay. Three okay, for okay. three. Yeah. Okay. Three for three. Four for four. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, fake love. Loving fake love is just a part of my personality, so I had to put that in there. Um, I put Pop by Nyon from Twice because it's fun and it's bubbly and it's Aww. it makes you feel good. And I try to make people feel happy and, you Aww. know, comfortable. And um, I picked Home by BTS because the song Aww. is talking about, like, well, wanting to go home, but then also, like, having, like, like the person you care about, like, waiting for you at home and stuff. But, like, I just love being at home. <laughs> so that's why I picked Aww. that one. Naz, you don't be at home a lot, though. I, I know. But I would like to be. When I'm, at, when I'm not Aww. home, I want to be at home. Aww. So, yeah. That makes sense. Home. Okay. Our next one. Do your friends make fun of you for your K drama love? And I love this person. Like you know how black people do. We know. <laughs> we know. I do have a short story when I moved here and I was trying to get to know people, and they was asking me like, "Well, what do you do for fun and stuff like that?" And I always get nervous. Let me know if y'all feel this way. I always get nervous. I probably shouldn't because, I mean, it's me. But I get yeah. nervous because I'll be like, are they going to judge me because I watch K-dramas? Yeah. Um, but I said it anyway. And they were like, what's that? Korean dramas. And they were like, oh. Um, and they just, they're just supportive. I don't, I don't know. Some people don't watch it. Some people watch it at this point. Right. But yeah. <laughs> right. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, same. It's not like... Um... It's not like no one's like makes fun of it, but it's just kind of like okay, that's Naz and that's that's yeah. her thing. Like that's just what yeah. she, what she does. She and likes like, to do. I think it became more. There was more of like kind of an understanding, like post Squid Game, when people were like, oh, like the, these are the shows that you're watching. Mm-hmm. But um, it's kind of like okay, that's what you do. Like I hope you're having a good time. <laughs> it's, it's not really like oh, like I'm judging you. It's more like. Yeah. Have fun with that. <laughs> yeah. It's like any if, if your friend has any hobby of golfing, tennis, basketball, or something, and you don't really like you're not really interested in it, you want to be supportive of them, but you're not yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you're not yeah, yeah. Down on them. Right, right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's they love segue. us. Yes, they still love us. That's a good segue into the next question though. Have you been able to convince any of your non K drama friends to start watching? Yes. Um, only one of them have stuck around though. She still was faithfully watching them. So I was like, yeah, girls. So I just love hearing from her. And like she was watching mainly Netflix K dramas, but mm-hmm. she just loves it. And it's like makes her feel peaceful. Oh. So I was like, yeah. But one thing I did want to say is I do like like the fact when I moved here that although some people were like, what is K dramas? Mm-hmm. Some friends were like, oh my gosh, I watched them too. So yeah. I like to do that too. But yeah, yeah. they are always yeah. watching it. How That's about you? good. Um, yeah. So pre, so, okay. So after Squid Game, that's when like my friends started to like ask like more questions about things. So mm-hmm. like there was one, one of my friends, she watched Squid Game and she was just like, okay, like give me recommendations. And I was like, oh, yeah. now you want recommendations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But um, yes, and um, so yeah, I I got one of my friends, another friend, to watch Crash Landing after like a lot of begging, um, and it took her a while to like get on board with the show. Aww. When she did, she was like, "This was I understand why you like these shows so much." Um, and uh, there's another friend of mine. We randomly it was like it was like a like a it was like a church gathering, and like we we're talking about like hobbies and stuff. And I mentioned K dramas to her. 
And so lo and behold, she was like taking notes on like what I was saying. And now she like oh, watches wow. them like, and she will like follow up with me and be like, I just watched this one. This is what I thought. Like, so I'm just Aww. like, wow, like I really, she's like my like successful like K-drama recruit. <laughs> she's yes. like my one successful K-drama recruit. So yeah, I'm trying, still trying to get my sister. My sister did watch All of Us Are Dead on her own. So that was, that was cool. Um, but yeah, you know, we have our, 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 our handful of recruits. <laughs> Yes, we're trying out here. Maybe it'll take more time. <laughs> Who knows? I don't know. Okay, our next one. Our next question is our favorite Chinese drama we watched so far. Yeah. What's your favorite Chinese drama, Ness? So I'm really like new to Chinese dramas. I haven't like completed one, um, but I have like started a couple. So I started Meet Yourself, Go Ahead, um, Here We Meet Again. Um, but I think out of all of those three, Go Ahead was definitely my favorite and it really, it really sucked me in like almost immediately. So I definitely want to go back and finish that before the end of the year. I think I'm like on episode four, but, um, yeah, it's like very much slice of life found family and that is like my whole heart. So, um, yeah, that was definitely my favorite one I've checked out so far. What about you? Yes. Um, for me, and we also quick plug we talk about chinese dramas and k-dramas on tea and soji podcast with liliana hey liliana Liliana. um and we kind of touch on some of these things too so if you need a little bit of chinese drama esque and us talking about it we talk about it on there but my favorite chinese drama of all time is eternal love aka 10 miles of peach blossom um it's the best chinese drama in my opinion ever um it may be mm, i'm not gonna go that far um but it is a really good drama i just want to say the best everything k drama c drama and everything it's not the best but it is up there i wonder where i put it it may be right behind mr sunshine actually wow if i had to rank it it's it's not it can't be Goblin and it can't be Mr. Sunshine. So it's probably three on my overall wow. list. Where is it the the remember the one you told me about like a really long time ago? Like when we first started watching K dramas, it was it's a modern one. Is it called it's called Here 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 to Heart? Oh yeah! I forgot I watched that. <laughs> I forgot I watched that. Yeah, y'all. I watched that like not even really putting together K-drama, C-dramas, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I think it is Here to Heart. Mm-hmm. That one's good, too. Okay. But it's very, like, toxic. Really? Opinion. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. But I, I may have to go back and watch it. If y'all watch that, let us know. It's available on YouTube, because that's how I saw it. So. Oh, yes. It's on Netflix, too. It's been on my list, like, forever. When you told me about yes. it, I was like, okay, I'll add it. I'll watch it eventually. It has, like, 50 episodes or something. But yes. I was like, okay. Yeah, it's a cute, like, second chance love, but I don't know. We'll talk mm-hmm. about it when you get to it. Okay. <laughs> we'll talk about it when you get to it. But I'm excited about this next question. Yes. Okay. Biggest K-drama Opa. I don't know why I was excited because this was kind of hard. I mean, obviously it's Hayen. I mean, yeah. but I feel like me and Hayen are too close to age for him. I mean, he is a K-drama Opa, but I feel like yeah. I actually have a chance with him. This is very delusional. Um <laughs> <laughs> I tried to like stretch it out and see somebody who's a little bit older than Hayen. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, that's just probably goes out of the second one. Gong Yu, of course. And yeah. then Minho. I have a crush on him. And that's okay. Really? Mm-hmm. Even I, I feel, Yeah, Even Ho. 
Even Hope, because I thought he was cute in King Eternal. I'm just going to ignore Ayers. You've never mentioned Even Hope before. That's why I'm like confused. That's what you're saying. I, I was like, you mean Even Hope? Are you sure? Well, on the list, I mentioned him. Well, that's true, but I, I, I guess I didn't like when I think about like the the um your favorites. I think I of like Min Jay, and I think of like Han. I don't think about Even yeah. Hope. I'm older than Min Jay, so I can put him. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. He can't forget how young up. he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm his Nuna, but. Yes. <laughs> I'm not. Um, but yeah, I really, like, I really like him. Like out of all of my K drama bays, he probably wouldn't be up there. But as far as yeah. older than me, because most of my hands are like younger than me or the same age. So yeah, yeah, Minho, I really like him a lot. Pachinko really changed my whole heart. King Eternal Monarch began the heart change. Isn't Hayan and like Minho like just a year apart though? Let's not talk about that. <laughs> I need someone that's like more older, and I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> I don't know. With Hayan, I just feel like is it know. the baby face or is it what? Yeah, because he do look like he, me, and him are the same age. But yeah, right, they are age. close. Yeah, he hasn't aged at all. It's actually like alarming. Like he just is just the same face for like. <laughs> it's actually crazy. Okay, well, how about you? Y'all already know if you've been <laughs> listening for any amount of time. You know how much I love. Park So Jun, he is he is my favorite. <laughs> How old is PSJ? I think he's, he's not that much older. Yeah, oh, he is. Yeah. Okay. Oh, PSJ. Yes. Y'all already know. <laughs> that leads into the next yes. question, which is a very cruel question. Um, Christina asked this question. Wait. I was like, "What type of question is this?" <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait to hear her answer. You have to choose two. Okay, she asks V or at PSJ, Tay from BTS or Park So June. Nazarene? I just don't think this is fair, but I'm only picking Tay only because he came before PSJ. That's literally the only reason why. Oh, dang. I love them both the same. The same. But like, it's only because I knew like of Tay before I knew of PSJ. But they're the same to me. I could never pick one. It's not fair. For the hierarchy, they're both like side by yes, side. Yes, they're Nobody. both on the top of the pyramid. Like, <laughs> Oh, goodness. You didn't ask me this, Christina, clearly. But I said Park So June. So I did choose one of them. I chose, <laughs> I chose one. <laughs> uh, I'm really uh, sorry about this next one. Favorite Jung Hae In drama, my babies. Um, yeah, I could not pick one. I picked. I have different reasons for different seasons. For Swoon, something in the rain all the way. Mm-hmm. He's so cute. He's so cute. I love him in there so much. And then, of course, for the more dramatic role, DP because yeah. he wrote it, and mm-hmm. I need season two today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't wait to watch DP. Um, but yeah, for me, one spring night, he was so sweet and like swoony in that show. He's one of my favorite like male characters in a K drama, like from that show. Like he was just the best. So yeah, He's one so spring cute. night. I know, yes. I know. All right, um, this this is for you. Yeah. <laughs> Would you recommend continuing Oasis? I want episode three. Um, so it depends on what you're looking for. Um. If you don't mind soapy, Makjong-esque type of dramas, then like, then you'll love it. Um, 
if you don't, you're going to get annoyed, I would say. Um, I honestly, I enjoyed like 90% of the show because um, it was a wild ride. Like I was like, I don't know what's going to happen next. I'm just, I'm just here. But I was, I was loving the chaos because I was, mm-hmm. I was like, this is great. The end that did leave um, much to be desired. But overall, I, I feel like I had a positive, positive experience watching the show, but I don't mind those soapy elements. So it just depends on what you're looking for. Okay. Ooh, have we seen the drama Link Eat Love Kill? This person definitely recommends it. Yes. Um, no, we haven't seen it because you know Disney Plus wasn't trying to make it available. But now since Disney Plus may be discontinuing, they are spreading their wings with stuff. It's on yeah. Hulu. Yeah. So maybe we will check it out. Or at least yes. maybe I will. Yeah, yeah. I definitely once I heard it was on Hulu, I was super excited because it was one of the ones that came out last year I wanted to watch. So I definitely do want to get to that soon. So glad that you recommend it. Thank you so much. Um yes. okay. Can you share your K drama ranking list? I gotta pull out my phone. Um, and this I don't know if this person was asking for our entire list because we may yeah. be here all day for that. Yeah, um, yeah. So do you want to just give top 10? Yeah, sure. I can do like, yeah, we can do top 10 and then maybe we can figure out something else for like another way to share. I don't know. <laughs> Cause yeah, we'll be yeah. here all day if we share like our entire list. We definitely thing. do top 10. Yeah. Um, introductory episode. Do you want to say we went over our, our trash? We went yes. over our tops. Like we went over yeah. um, some things. And also like there are different checkpoints throughout our podcast where we go over our favorite actors and actresses who are OSTs and things like that. So yeah, definitely go back to check that out if you can, which a lot of you have listened to the 2022 and K-Drama Land. So y'all know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you go first while I pull this up. Okay. Should I share like the entire thing just in one swoop? Oh, your whole list? Like the whole top 10? Like Oh, sure. At once? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So for me, number one is Goblin. Number two is Itaewon Class. Number three is Startup. Number four is Crash Landing on You. Number five is The Red Sleeve. Oh, The Red Sleeve. Number six is It's Okay to Not Be Okay. Number seven is Vincenzo. Number eight is um, Hometown Cha Cha Cha. Number nine is Move to Heaven. And 10 is 2521. Um, And of course, if you want like more information about like our list, like feel free to like message us or something or maybe you can find like a creative way to like share it or something like that but that's that's my top 10 yes and that maybe encouraged me to like actually put mine in spreadsheet form and make it cute because right now it's in my notes if you're looking on youtube well how do youtube people do it that don't work (laughs) why does it not hold on hold on oh yeah oh okay okay it's visible now it's backwards but you know (laughs) There it is. YouTubing is hard. Um, okay, so my top 10, you know, is Goblin, of course, Superior. Number two is Uncontrollably Fawn. Then it's Mr. Sunshine, Crash Landing on You, then Startup, then The Forbidding Marriage, Itaewon Class, Vincenzo, It's Okay to Not Be Okay, and that number 10 is The King's Affection. So you can mm. clearly see... The differences in that's an eyes list, which yes. kind of like shows our taste in different things as well. Um, but yeah, there is just one thing that will maybe never change is Goblin is yeah. superior. Gold yeah. Standard. Yeah. It's going to take a lot for Goblin to be dethroned. It's yep. going to take a lot. <sighs> but yeah, that is our yeah. top 10. 
Um, okay. Is a My Mister review coming? I haven't watched it yet. I do want to watch it though. Have you watched yes. it? I haven't watched it. It's on my list to watch this year. I have like a 2023 watch list. So it's on my list to watch. So hopefully coming soon. <laughs> yes. My mister. Yes. We'll see. I've heard it's only heard good things about it. Yeah. I've heard it's amazing. So yes. I'm excited to watch it. Okay. This question is hard. I know I've been repeating that y'all, but y'all have asked some tough questions, but really good ones. So good. What is a trait in a K-drama character that just completely turns you off? And I feel like, Naz, you have said a lot of these things. So I thought of you more than I thought of me. So you go first. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, definitely jealousy, possessiveness, controlling, being too persistent, not taking no for an answer. Like that is the Mm -hmm. first way for me to be like, yeah, I'm done with this show. I can't. I can't do it. Which is why the airs triggered me so much. If you don't know what I'm talking about, okay. listen to the review because we were not happy with that show. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Those are the things that I'm like, yeah, no, not interested. <laughs> That's not what I thought you were going to say. Really? Did I forget something? What did you think I was going to say? People who eat obnoxious, obnoxiously. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely one too. She I don't like that. Like I don't like that's that. A, I just thought of my roommate is going to be on this question for you. I was just like, uh. Ness don't like that. Yeah, nope. I don't like that either. That's yeah, I didn't for, completely yeah, forgot about that. For me, it was hard for me to think of a personality trait. I just know like I don't like leads that don't have complexity. Like if they're just one note, it's yeah. hard to root for them, especially if they're supposed to be like mean mm-hmm. and there's no switch or no reason for them to be mean. I'm just like, yeah. you're supposed to be carrying the show. I'm supposed to root for you in some way. So come on. So yeah, right. I just don't like that. If I can't root for the lead, I'm, I don't want to watch the show. Yeah, that's a really good point too, because that that makes me think of another one I don't like. I don't like um like pathetic, like pitiful type of leads mm. that you're just like. Is there anything to you other than the fact that you are this are struggling? PTSD. Yeah, I'm still I'm still recovering. Clearly, <laughs> I'm still recovering. Oh. oh. <laughs> Um, someone asked, what drama character actress reminds you of yourself, Ness? Um, for me, it was Mijong from my liberation notes. Um, so Mijong was an introvert and she was really struggling, um, in the season of her life, um, that was captured like in that show. And, um, she was just trying to like kind of navigate this, you know, she kind of, kind of realized that she was, like, she was unhappy with where she was in her life. And she wanted to make a change and she took control and she did that. And I think that's how I am too. Like, you know, yes, like I'll have like my pity party, but then I'm like, okay, like, what do we do? Like, how do we get out of this? What are the action steps? Mm -hmm. Um, And just taking accountability for her own life and not trying to blame others for, you know, her misfortunes. Um, But the introvert aspect of it was like really real as well, because sometimes like as an introvert, you can just, just feel so exhausted by just everything and, yeah. I feel like she displayed that so, so well. Um, so I really identified with her as a character. Um, I also identified with Inju from Little Women. And I know people got on Inju because Inju was not the sharpest tool in the shed. Okay. Um, and I don't think, I, I'm I'm not saying that I don't think I'm smart, but I, she, first of all, she's an older sibling and being an older sibling, older sister, it, just like I am, it has its own like pressures. 
Um, so I could identify with her in that way. But also like, you know, she, there was a lot of things that she just didn't know. And she was kind of naive about a lot of things. And that's how I am. <laughs> like I saw myself a lot in her. People were like on the internet, Aww. just like going in on Inju. And I'm like, yeah. Inju reminds <clears throat> me of me. Oh my gosh. Like, because she was just kind of clueless sometimes. And I'm like, I can be like that sometimes. I just, like, she just didn't know, you know? So Yeah. <laughs> Yes, I related to her a lot too because I feel like a lot of times she was the third wheel in yeah. like the friendship and stuff. And sometimes yeah. I feel that way in my friendships. Not that you're less love; it's just like you're just the third wheel, kind of sometimes. Right. right. Um. So yeah, and you, we root for you, girl. <laughs> um. I this one was kind of hard for me. I I don't know. I keep repeating that, but it was kind of because I don't really ever look at a character in, in a K drama and say like I. I don't know. I relate to them. Um, I think some personality traits of Hyrie from Business Proposal, I think, mm-hmm. are like me in some ways, like her quirkiness and goofiness. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think she was probably the only one I could say. But I don't remember thinking back to someone and being like, oh, my gosh, this is me. I probably have, but I can't remember right now. Right, right. Um, so, yeah, it was hard for me for that. Yeah. One. But that's what that makes sense. Really- Mm-hmm. What's a trope you didn't think you liked, but K-dramas changed your mind? So I probably already always loved this, but I really love me uh, enemies to lovers. Yeah. Like, yeah. I love me uh, enemies to lovers. And this has transferred yep. into everything else in books, yes. in American shows and TV shows. I mean, in movies, like I will love me uh, enemies to lovers to death. Okay. Absolutely. I love me. Also, second chance romances. Mm-hmm. I love that as well. So, yeah, yeah. that's definitely, definitely something that I love. Yes. How about you? Yeah, I definitely second enemies to lovers. I love it so much. Like, seeing the transition from, like, yeah. I absolutely hate you to, like, oh, I think I, like, kind of oh. like you. My heart is softening. I just love that shift. It's just oh, it's yes. so satisfying. Um, but an, yes. But another one I thought that I would like not like at all was like contract dating or like fake dating. I love I love fake dating. I love contract Aww. relationships. Because again, it's the same thing of like when it switches from like, oh, we're pretending to That's like, true. oh, this is real. Ah, I love it. I love it. I love it. It's so good. Yes. Do you like friends to lovers? I do like friends to lovers, but I think I like enemies to lovers more. Same. Yeah. Same. I'm just like, oh, you like them yeah. the whole time. Yeah, mm. yeah. Mm, so good. I love this question. Actors you would love to see together in future K dramas, romance or bromance, and I have a answer to both. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, this is very much like frequency bias. I mean, recency bias. What am I saying? Recency bias. But seeing spoiler alert. Uh. I don't know if I should spoil this or not. They were in a drama together before. They was in Tempted together. Um, I need to see oh, Benjay okay. and Wolto Run together. Oh, yeah, I need yeah, to yeah. see them together. I need to see them together again in a full drama. Yeah. Because I don't know if I want to go back to watch Tempted because I'm not really in that that mood to watch that. Yeah. But I want to see them together. Like, I just I just like them with my friends yes. together. Yes, yes. Um, and as far as romance go, I, I don't know if this will happen again, but I want Ben Jin to do another drama together, like Hyun Bin and Song Ye Jin. Like oh, that'd be great. Come on, they're married and have a baby. They can act together again, you know? That'll be really I would good. I love that. Yeah, I would love that too. Part two. Yes. 
Um, for me, I would love so Jung Hae In and Kim Goen already started a movie together called Tune In for Love, but I would yeah. love to see them in a drama together. Oh yeah. I think it would be so good. Like it needs it needs to happen. It needs to happen. Like a serious um, one? A serious, a serious one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would like like just like a straight up romantic drama. Like I think that yes. would be so good. Um and then another one I think would be a really good pairing is um Park So Joon and Issei Young. I think it would just, I think it would work oh, wow. really well. Yeah. I was just like, I think this would be really good. I can see it in my head. I want it to happen. <laughs> I feel like Park So Joon could lead any anyone though. Like yeah. literally, I feel like he's just such a star. Like he could be with anyone at this point. I agree. In a I, agree. I totally agree. He's super he talented. Yes. He's super talented. Yeah, we're on question 30. Um, this person said, hi, Ness. Hi, Ori. Hi. How about an update on your favorites and some recs based on those favorites? Um, I'll go real quick because I know Ness. Y'all know Ness have been watching these dramas, okay? <laughs> um, so like I've kind of mentioned earlier, I haven't really been watching K-dramas that much this year. I think the last one I watched in full was probably Alchemy, and that ended mm-hmm. this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Bloodhounds is the only 2023 K-drama that I've watched, but I'm hoping to turn that around the summer. I have a 2023 summer K-drama watch list, so I'm looking forward to that. But I do think you should watch Bloodhounds if you haven't. It's the yeah. best drama of 2023, in my opinion. Um, and I think it's worth the watch. It's really good writing, really good cinematography, thirst traps, whatever you're looking for. (laughs) Whatever you're looking for. Yes, I agree. Bloodhounds is great. Um, so a new favorite of mine from, yeah, new recent favorite from mine is definitely Call It Love, which came out earlier this year. Um, so I think based on that, I would recommend my liberation notes or one mm. spring night. Cause I kind of give similar vibes. And then another, um, highlight of this year so far has been the glory. Um, so from that, I would recommend like reflection of you or trolley. Those are like two, like very low key dramas that have come out within the last like two years, but, um, very, very good. I know, I know, but both very, very good. Um, and I also would like recommend like, Dr. Cha really took me by surprise. The Good Bad Mother was really good as well. Um, so yeah, a couple like gems came out this year so far. So that yeah. is what I would recommend. Love that. Do you have any summer recommendation, like summer K-drama recommendations? Just in general, don't have to have come out already this year. But Oh, like anything from summer? <gasps> Definitely Business Proposal. I feel like that's such a good Ooh. summer drama. And because this is my first life, it would be good to watch in the summer oh, too. Yeah. Um, what else summer? Yeah, sometimes cha 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 would be great for summer. Um, I think True Beauty would be nice to watch in the summer too because oh, yes. it's like cute and high school and fun. Summer Strike, Summer Strike would be good. Um, I was about to, that's just gonna say run on. Yes, run on. Oh my gosh, run on would be great for summer as well. Yeah, there's so many, so many. Yes, summer run. Yes. Ooh. <laughs> right, we're making our way through these. Um, okay. Yes. So I love this question so much. It's so creative. It says, build your own K-drama, main cast, genre, setting, tropes, idea of a story, etc. I love this so much. I know. So cool. My brain, like, going. Yeah. So y'all already know I'm going to write a historical. I mean, would it be... (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm gonna write it's a, a historical. I'm gonna write a historical. You know, it's a fantasy historical. It's giving kind of alchemy, but better because I'm writing it. No offense. No offense. No offense to the Hong sisters. Um, it's set in the Joseon area. It's very. It hasn't. It's a dystopian-like type of feel. So this is what happens. They're childhood lovers, but they get separated because both of their parents, they're like Warren Kingdoms type thing. Um, so their families separate them. But many years later, they're brought back together because their families have agreed that they are going to have an arranged marriage. They're going to get married, blah, blah, blah. But now the the man the son you know the son in the relationship with the childhood love verse thing he has been training in the army to hate that other kingdom okay so he hates them he don't want nothing to do with them so now he's forced to marry their princess or whatever and then the princess has some other secrets that are un un you know undercover that may threaten to have this whole range of marriage not even happen at all you know so you have to stay tuned to see what happens what secrets are there <laughs> What's going on? What is she hiding? Will they actually make it together? Like she, he hates her. He hates her. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Stay tuned on another episode. Oh my gosh. I love that. That is so <laughs> fun and creative. I love girl. that so much. I love it. I love it. That's so fun. Um, mm-hmm. So I have a slice of life romance more on like the mellow side um, yeah. So we have Park So Joon and Lee Sae Young. They're, these are this is our oh. couple, and basically they're both from Seoul, so they're both from the city. They're both like completely burnt out from life, and they go to this seaside town for vacation. So they end up going to this. Um, they 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 don't know each other, but they both end up in the seaside town, and there was some sort of mix up. So you know, PSJ is in his room. And mm-hmm. Issa Young comes and it's like, well, this is my room. And he was like, well, this is my room. So then they try to figure out what's going on. And they're like, oh, no, sorry. Mm-hmm. We like, you know, we had, there was a mix up. There's only one room. There's no extra room. Um, and then they're like, well, like, I guess we have to stay here together. And they're both kind of like dis- disgruntled about it and annoyed. But they had no options because it's kind of like a remote village. There's yeah. really nowhere else they can go. So we have like the forced proximity thing, like the cohabitation thing. So they're really annoyed with each other. You know, you're in my space. Like, I don't have any personal space. Like, get away from me. But then they, you know, over the course of, like, the days that they're there, they start to kind of, like, open up towards each other and talk about where they're from and, like, you know, things like that. And then in the midst of that, we're meeting, like, the townspeople and stuff and getting to know them. And then we also find out that, like, both of them, they went to the seaside town because they're both running from something like in their in their lives that they kind of just want to avoid. So for Paxo Jun's character, he's like a chayball heir and he doesn't want to like, you know, rise to his like position. Oh, like he doesn't want it. So he like ran away. And then she wow. um, had like a breakup and like her previous relationship was like really toxic and she was like really mistreated. Mm-hmm. So she's just like, she just needs, she just wants like a fresh start. So basically it's like about like them kind of coming together and falling in love and like, but they're also coming from like two different worlds. Cause he's like, you know, super rich conglomerate family, all this stuff. And she's just like yeah. a normal girl and kind of like how their worlds will kind of like collide because they're from different worlds. So Yeah. <laughs> love that and it would make sense like he would get like in that type of situation because mm-hmm. he probably has never had to reserve a room before exactly so exactly he would be into that and i just feel like the townspeople would be all in their business like why exactly. are they in the same place? 
Exactly. I thought this all through. I'm yes! just, yeah, I want this show to happen. So we'll see. 16 episodes or 12 or 20? How many? Um, I think 12. So it doesn't get too like, because um, I don't want parents involved. Because like, you know, when they get together and like the parents are like, who's this girl? Like, I don't yeah. want it to be anything like that. I just want it to be like, just about them. So I yeah. love this. Yes. These drama writers get on it. Right. Okay. <laughs> Get on it, but also don't steal our idea unless you're going to credit us and pay right. us. Right. At least give us a cut if you're going to take our yes. for a show. Put our names in the credits. Okay. <laughs> I love that, though. Yeah, I love you guys, too. That's, like, really fun. Thanks, girl. We got to come up with names for that, and then we got to come up with names for our K-pop group. Yes, and yes. We'll, we'll talk. We'll send it to you guys some way. I don't know. Yes. But, yes. Okay. But we've come... We've been here for a while, so we hope yeah. you've been liking this. This is our last question. So thank you all again for sending questions. But this is a question we came up with because we're we're out here making questions. Um, and our question is, what is next for the Soul Sisters Potty Pod slash podcast? Um, also, if you guys don't know, this is our last episode of... I guess the mid season or what I'm calling chapter one. Yes. Yes. So if you guys aren't army BTS, they had a chapter one and this current situation that we're in now is chapter two, which basically people have gone to the army. There's been solo things. There've been all this other stuff. Um, And at first, it's evident on me and as this Instagram, we were very sad and hurt. We were unsure of what was happening. Mm-hmm. But as we continued to go along, we were like, oh my gosh, I'm overwhelmed. Like, oh my gosh, this is so good. Oh my gosh, I love them. I miss them. But then they just released the D songs. Oh my gosh, I love them so much. <laughs> They're going to be back. Oh my gosh, the 2025. And then anyway, so that's kind of what's happening with our podcast. So... I will be leaving the potty pod, but I won't be far away, you know, because Naz is going to bring me back. But this is Solstice's pod chapter two. Naz is going to be killing the game. She's going to take the podcast to new and great ventures. And, you know, I'm super excited for her. I've loved being along this journey with her and starting the podcast to where we are now. Almost 25K listens. Uh, I don't even know how many followers on things. I stopped keeping count of it. Um, But I've been loving to like talk to you guys and talk to you on DMs, having all of our guests and just relationships that we've built. We even created Bible studies with like people from the podcast. Like literally so many things have happened and I'm just super grateful for it. I'm super grateful for going along this journey with Naz. And I also want to make it clear, Naz is my friend and my sister. There ain't nothing there, okay? (laughs) There ain't nothing there. So don't read it to the lies because there ain't no lies. All right. (laughs) But yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just super grateful. But this will be my last podcast as a host of the podcast. But I'm hoping Naz will bring me back, you know, once in a while. Of course. Um, and yeah, if you guys need me, call me, beat me through Naz, okay? Because Naz is going to be taking over. But that's at least my side of what's next for Soul Sisters Podcast. What's next, Naz? Give them some hints, some clues, some things. Yes. I just wanted to say, uh, I didn't expect to like get all emotional about it. <laughs> oh, but um yeah i'm just so grateful i'm so so grateful for you and just like being able to like do this with you and it's it's honestly like i know it's been such a blessing i never thought that like a podcast could be like a blessing like 
from God, but like, it's been such a blessing. And like, I don't know, the way that he's had his hand on it is just, I don't know, it's, it's amazing. And it's by no coincidence that everything has kind of happened the way it has. And like Oriel said, like, we don't have any issues with each other. We're friends, we're sisters. There like, is no line. Yeah, there's no, there's no drama, we promise. You know, it's just, you know, things change and like interests change and like, you know, just life changes and you have to like kind of move on from things. So I'll be hosting solo. So I'll leave y'all like I I just, you know, just stay, stay along for the ride with me. I hope you guys stick around and I'm really, really grateful for all of you. Just like all the conversations I'm able to have with all of you guys and um, just really appreciate your support through this transition. Um, there's definitely going to be like some changes like I'll make to like the format and things. Um, and I'll definitely like, you know, let you guys know what those things are. But um, it's going to be great. Like, I'm, I'm still yeah. going to have like guests. So like, I'm, you know, I'll have some episodes by myself, but I'll also have like guests like the majority of the time. So we're still going to have lots of fun, lots of conversations, lots of laughs like you're used to. So yeah, I hope y'all stick around for the journey with me. But thank you all so much just for the support leading up into this point. It's actually, it blows my mind just thinking about like, we literally started the podcast just because and like, <laughs> I didn't really think like, oh, like, we didn't have goals. We didn't have like number goals. We didn't have like anything. Nope. We're just like, we're just doing it because we like we love K-dramas. Yes. So the community that's been that has been built has been such a blessing. So thank yes. you all so, so much. We're so, so yes. grateful. Yes, please, please, please support Naz. You guys listen, all the dramas that you have been wanting to get reviews on, Naz is going to be reviewing them. Trust and believe, okay? <laughs> Coming to a podcast near you. All right. But yes, I loved getting to know you guys and I won't, I won't be gone long, you know, yeah. and I'll pop in one day. <laughs> yes. But yes. Yes, that is concludes chapter one of the Soul Sisters pod and our Q&A potty pod. Um, you can follow us everywhere at Soul Sisters pod. Subscribe to the YouTube channel that you're watching this video on. If you don't know anything about us, now you know. Okay. Yes. Um, and yes, please support Nez. Send her all the love, please. And yeah, until next time. Yes. Bye.